I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, the Q&A session where we answer your questions about journal writing. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Journal Talk Q&A. And I'd like to welcome my co-host for today, Jade Gilmore. Hi, Jade. Hi, Nathan. Jade is a certified Journal to the Self instructor like me. But unlike me, she is also an ACC certified life coach, and she is a student journal facilitator. So you've gone on to much more journal practitioner type stuff uh, than I have, Jade. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoy incorporating journaling into what I can accomplish with helping someone with the coaching. Yes. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward, quote unquote, looking (laughs) forward to our next uh, journaling challenge. Jade is going to be one of the sponsors for the Looking Forward, Looking Back journaling kit. And I'm really excited about that. So here we are in our first Journal Talk Q&A together, Jade. And guess what? We've got a fantastic question. (laughs) Cassandra (laughs) Smith asked, what are some great journaling prompts? Very simple, very straightforward question, but boy, Cassandra, did you open up quite quite a can of reaction from Jade and I. We have we wrote down just a few things we'd like to share, and I want to thank you, Cassandra, for sending in your question. What are some great journaling prompts? And you know, Jade, <laughs> I, I guess we can start by saying, you know, there's good sides and then there's downsides of journaling prompts. If we start by focusing on what are prompts good for and why they're important, Maybe later we can talk about, you know, the downsides and then we'll end this with some really good prompts for Cassandra. Sound good? Sounds great. What are prompts good for? You know, I really like prompts for those days when I sit down in front of my journal and it's like I've got a great streak going of writing every day or, you know, whatever my my schedule is. And I sit down and I open it up and the blank page just stares back at me. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I have a prompt that I can go to to write something about. That is so helpful. And a lot of times if you've got a prompt when you're in, you know, I've done a couple of programs like I did the 30 day challenge that you did in October Mm -hmm. and I'm working with another journal coach right now where I'm the coachee and she gives me it's the same prompt every day for a week. Oh, wow. And it's it's really phenomenal to go back and revisit that prompt because you learn so much more as you really dig into that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I hadn't thought about doing the same prompt every day for a week. I could see how that would just create some interesting layers that would come from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've noticed, you know, especially in my early years of journal writing, I really depended on the prompts to kind of kick me and keep me going you know, sometimes also for consistency sake, if I know that I have something for sure that I want to respond to, or I know there's going to be something there for me to respond to, I was more likely to sit down and make the time. Whereas if I were left to my own devices and I had to come up with something completely out of the blue, it's like, oh boy, what am I going to talk about today? And there were periods of my life where I considered myself, my life to be kind of boring. And I would wonder what, you know, day to day, what am I going to write about next? So it was really helpful for me to take, you know, some, some element, something and have something planned where I was going to, I knew that I had something I was going to respond to. It really helped me stay consistent. Uh, Did you Mm -hmm. have, did you have quotes? 
I do. Yeah. I actually, even now I have a list of a hundred quotes in the front of my journal that I go to, or if I'm online, I adore brainyquote.com. Mm. So when I'm doing digital journaling, I'll go there and, you know, I can give them a keyword or I can give them a specific author and pull up a quote. And I'll, I love to write responses to quotes. Yes. Yeah. Quotes are probably one of the easiest, simplest things. Somebody else has said something and then you can write a response, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, whatever it prompts in you. And I want to focus, you know, what one thing prompts are good for is to argue with yourself about what is great about the prompt or what's not so great. I remember uh, when I was a teenager, I had a page a day calendar just filled with quotes and it would be like, you know, a Mahatma Gandhi quote uh, today. And it would say, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world or something. And and I would just dissect it and take it apart. And I'd have fun, you know, kind of wrestling with it a little bit until and sometimes I would do scriptures, I would take something out of the Bible and, and wrestle with it and talk about what it meant to me. So quotes, definitely, hands down, really great. I want to talk about the downside, though, of prompts. Afterwards, I want to talk about the whole, uh, all the different good ideas. Oh, okay. We'll okay. give Cassandra a whole cornucopia of good <laughs> ideas of places where she can go get some good prompts. But I did want to, I did want to mention too that don't become dependent on prompts. I, and Ruth Follett had a great quote on her website. She's uh, founder and director of the International Association for Journal Writing, and I'll never forget. She said prompts are great on ramps for good journal writing, but they should not constitute the entire journey. And I really like that because, you know, prompts can only get you so far. You know, they they can't really take you the full distance. In my mind, the whole purpose of journal writing and that self-reflection and self-development, you've got to take that and, and go inward with it. And if you're always dependent on responding to somebody else's stuff, you're really just sort of making a collection of everybody else's thoughts. <laughs> and, you know, it's not going to take you as deep, as profound, as personal as if you would, um, you know, pay attention to what that's doing. Really, the prompt is meant to prompt you, and it's not meant to become the whole journal entry. I have a story uh, about the 30-day, the first 30-day journaling challenge. May I, Jade? Absolutely. And I don't know if you were there for this part of it or if you came in later, but when we first got started with the 30-day journaling challenge, it was a prompt was sent out every day, and which is, it is a good thing to have that, you know, guarantee every day in my inbox, I'm going to get a, a nice prompt. But people would, would uh, go into the Facebook group and they would write comments about how terrible the prompts were. Oh, and no. I know. And then, you know, the, and all the sponsors, the people who had helped make this journaling challenge a reality and, and authored a lot of these prompts were starting to take offense. And I, I had to be somewhat of a facilitator and say, listen, you know, if you don't like the prompt, if, if it's not working for you, then please understand that that prompt is working for you because the real prompt is why is it not working for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like what was it about the prompt that angered you or bothered you or bored you or whatever? What would make that prompt better? That's the real prompt. And so I want to make sure people understand not to rely on prompts like that. You're not just writing 
somebody else's stuff or responding to somebody else's things and the things that make you feel good. Those aren't the only prompts. Sometimes a really good prompt bothers you and it could stir something with you. I remember, you know, about two or three days of this, people were bantering around how they didn't like the prompts. Other people, of course, loved and cherished the prompts and, and they were doing fine. But there was this one small group of people that was that were making the Facebook group unsettling because they kept talking about, oh, I'm not getting anything about this. And I, I, I can't understand why these, you know, who chose these prompts. And, you know, somebody very wise in my life was uh, also in the journaling challenge, a good friend of mine, and said, you know, prompts, their intended purpose is to poke you. And sometimes that poking might hit a sensitive spot for some people. And it's very natural to poke back at the prompt. But really, what's more important is your response to the prompt, noticing what it prompted in you, not not to jab it back. So it's really natural to say, oh, this prompt is no good. But look at that. That's the real thing that should be written about. What was it about that prompt that you didn't like? There's the real place to go. And that's why prompts can be sort of that on-ramp to great journal writing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that about, you know, why do you want to poke back? I think that's really powerful. I think it's also important though to remember that you know, what's a good prompt for me is not necessarily going to be a good prompt for someone else. And it's okay to say, hey, this prompt is not something that I want to respond to, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe mm -hmm. you don't have the context. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it could just not do anything for you. And that's, that's fine, too. But it doesn't make any sense to to judge the prompt. <laughs> right. You know, like, that's not the place to go. In fact, it should be, wow, why doesn't this do anything for me? Or what would do something for me if I change this a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that if you become attached or addicted or dependent on always having the right perfect prompt in order to do your journal writing, you're probably not going to get as deep, I would say. I, what do you think? Do you agree? I absolutely agree with that. I, I know that when I've gone through periods where I'm just working on writing from a prompt, I never go past the prompt. Mm. So so that was that was the one and I don't want to call it a problem but I can't come up with another word. Um <laughs> but the one thing that was difficult for me during the 30-day challenge was I did find that I wrote to the prompt that came out in the email that day and nothing else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and when the days that I remembered to make that little shift and it was like okay, this is my participation in the digital challenge. And, and, and I generally really liked the quotes or the, the prompts that came out. There were a couple that, that kind of fell flat for me, but I probably wrote to well over 25 of those. I'd say 27, 28, probably. Mm -hmm. Wow. But I had to kind of stop myself and say, like, okay, so I'm, I'm writing to the prompt that came out in the email today. And now I'm done writing to that prompt. So I'm going to write something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really important for me to keep me from, yeah, from getting stuck in just answering the prompt. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's best for you to write about whatever's going on for you, whatever you're wrestling with. And if somebody throws you, it, it's almost like, you know, how do you find a great book to read? You know, well, it depends <laughs> on what mood you're in and it's going to depend on or, you know, where do you find some good shoes to wear for, for the ladies? I might. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to depend on where you're going and who you're with. And, 
You know, there's going to, it's every book, every shoe, every prompt has, you know, it's, it's time and place and it may not, you know, work for you one day and it might work for you really great a year later or a month later. So um, having said all of that and understanding all that, Jade, let's give Cassandra and everyone else who's listening in Journal Talk, where, where do they go? Give, give us some good ideas on, uh, let's take turns sharing uh, where some good prompts can be found. Okay, well, I'm going to cheat and remind everybody of Brainy Quote and then say that's not my suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> BrainyQuote.com, the website? Yes, yeah, BrainyQuote.com. So tell us how to use that. Tell us how to use that. So you go to BrainyQuote.com and when you first pull it up across their, their top bar, they have authors, topics, and quote of the day. Mm-hmm. They also have home and pictures, but the three important ones are author's topic and quote of the day. So if you have a specific author that you want to see what that person had to say, and they've got celebrities, they've got philosophers, they've got, you know, what you think of as a more specific author like Mark Twain and Nathaniel Hawthorne. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, there's there's all kinds of people, politicians, anybody. So you can just type a name into their search bar and I'm sure they've got something by that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Topics are the same way. They've, you can put in pretty much any word that you want to. And they've got quotes about that quote of the day. I don't know if it's a random quote or if they have like a specific quote. It, it is a specific quote for the day. Okay. But they also have a list of popular topics and popular authors just right underneath their navigation bar. So it's really easy to find and you can just click on again. They've got Albert Einstein and Maya Angelou, Dr. Seuss, Martin Luther King Jr. Those are the oh, first man. couple. Oh, geez, yeah. that, that's Cassandra. There's like four years of journal prompts right there. Just in those few, <laughs> just exactly. in those few people. There's, um, there's so much here. <laughs> I'll tell people what we learned in Kathleen Adams's course, journal to the self. If you ever have taken a journal to the self workshop, one of the first things that you learn in the workshop, I love teaching about how to build your own prompts and how to make your own prompts. And she calls them springboards. And they're in her book, Journal to the Self as well. There's a whole chapter on building springboards. And she gives ideas about, you know, anything that touches you, anything that stirs you, make a list of questions, keep it really short, keep it really simple. And just like Jade said, in the inside front cover of your journal, notebook, if you're using analog device, uh, uh, you can just make a list of things that, and it could be very relevant, you know, like if you had a great conversation with somebody that you hadn't talked to in a long time, but you don't have time to write about it right now, make a note, talk to Carolyn, and you know, we're going to reconnect. And that might be a great prompt that is specific to you that you can come back to and write about. And it could be anything. You could write down, you know, something you saw, something you felt, a a piece of music that you enjoyed. Just write down notes to yourself on the inside front cover. And then when you get to a a place in your journal writing where you just have an extra, I call it a brain fart, you don't know what it is to write about, turn to the front cover and pick one of those items. And really building your own prompt list is probably the most powerful part of journaling. And just to add a little bit on that, you know, when you, when you're building these springboards, it can be the beginning of a sentence or it can be a question, mm. but be really careful about what you phrase. So if you say you want to work with a sentence fragment, well, you might start with, I believe, dot, dot, dot. If you want to turn that into a question, 
what do I believe? Be mm-hmm. really careful not to say things like, do I believe in? Because do I believe in God? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Like, <laughs> don't make it a yes or no question. Right. Make yeah. It, don't make it better. as open as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Do I believe blank? And then because if you have a one word answer, anything that has a one word answer probably is not going to prick open any, you know, or poke much from you, stimulate stimulate your imagination. Yeah, that's a good point. Things that stimulate your imagination and have open-ended kind of answers, then that's good. Thank you. Another one that I do still to this day, whenever I go, I'm in this weird habit. I, Whenever I go to a Chinese restaurant and they serve you the check at the end of the meal, it comes with this nice little cookie. I don't eat the cookie anymore, but I do crack it open and save that journaling prompt inside. It's a great journaling prompt. People read them to each other. They giggle. They laugh. They make fun of it. It's a great conversation prompt. But I take it home and I put it in a little jar. And when I feel the need for some kind of wisdom or wit or whatever, I will pull out one of those items. And that makes a great thing to respond to. And I could even reflect on whether or not I think it might come true or might not come true or... You know, I I can write a situation where I think that it's speaking directly to me. Why did I get this particular fortune at this particular time in my life and and make a, you know, respond to it from that angle? I love that idea. I think that's wonderful. I love the random nature of of some of the ways to do prompts, like looking at just what's the quote of the day on Brainy Quote. Mm -hmm. I started... And I'm, I'm making my own set and I'm doing it very, very slowly. I only have eight right now. But I, I found a list on Pinterest of all places that is 365 art journaling topics. Mm. So what I did is I pulled a handful of words off of that list because they're just one word, yes. one word prompts. Yeah. So I took a word and I went to Google Images and I did an image search and found pictures that related back to that word and I made little collages on index cards and nice. so I'm making my own deck of journal cards there you go there you and go and it's been a blast yeah I love that and in fact you know any magazine you can pull open and use a picture as a as a journaling prompt absolutely you? yeah that's perfect that's perfect Two last things I'll give and then anything else you have, Jade, and then we can say goodbye for today. One thing, Cassandra, might be I've got a link on my website that goes to an entire collection of Amazon.com books about journaling. And they have tons and tons. I did not realize how many books. I was all excited to write a book on journal writing. And when I saw how many books there already are, It's not that I don't want to compete in a futile place. (laughs) Maybe there's a little part of that, but I really just felt like, could I really, is there really a way to compete against any, like, you know, could I top any of that? Is there anything more I can contribute to the world of journal prompts when you've got such a huge, huge collection out there? So I have that link on my website. I'll put it here in the show notes for this episode. And you're welcome to peruse the gigantic gallery of journal writing books that are out there. And the last thing I'll mention is, you know, if it if you really are at a desperate place and you have nothing around you except a computer, you can always go to Google 
and type in any random word you want and just see what shows up. And some something will be there. Pick something out that lays some meaning or pick out five words that show up on the page and start there with a poem or with, uh, with anything. Anything else, Jade? I was going to suggest doing something similar with a book. I had a friend who had a book that he kept specifically for it. It was a book on philosophy. I know there are people who use the Bible, but just flip through and let it fall open on a random page and, you know, just stick your finger on the page and see what's underneath it and write about that. Or maybe that'll trigger something for you to write about. Yeah, very good. Very good. Cassandra, I hope that we've provided you some helpful hints. It sounds like we went from the deep and the profound to the totally arbitrary and random. But I think (laughs) the point is, where do you get good journaling prompts? Pretty much everywhere. Thank you for listening to another episode of Journal Talk Q&A with my lovely co-host, Jade Gilmore. Jade, where can people reach you? My website is wingslifecoaching.com wingslifecoaching.com beautiful i love it we'll see you again everybody thanks bye bye thanks jade thank you thanks for listening to journal talk q a if you have a question you would like featured on the program in a future episode please send it to me at nathan at easyjournaling.com nathan at easyjournaling.com i would love to feature it here and send you a little thank you gift for sharing your question you can also send it to me in the form of a voice message if you would like to share your voice on journal talk q a you can dial this number it's 1-805-751-6280 that's a united states number and only normal toll charges apply there's no extra charge for journal talk q a Thanks, everyone, again, and have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Meanwhile, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life. L-I-F-E dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.